This is Golden Hour. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Golden Hour, a film review podcast hosted by a couple of nerdy college students that's only sometimes pretentious. I am your host, Maddie, and I'm joined by two other hosts. Lorenzo is gone this week, and I have a cold. So bear with me, all of you, please. Lorenzo is gone. So has Lorenzo. begun Halloween. He's, go- he's traded us for Prince, a, a tribute to Prince concert. So. Honestly, an upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, who wants to be in here with us when you could be going to a tribute oh, for Prince? Oh, wow, guys. Listen, I, I thought we had something good. Hey, look. I like me some Prince. But anyways, <laughs> Ao is your boy, Josh. What's going on, peeps? And it's Alex, who still sounds like she has a cold, even though she doesn't. True. See, yeah, I'm the one with the cold this week. <laughs> Cold and a headache. <laughs> <laughs> You've just had a day. Yeah, all, y'all, y'all has some rough days coming up. <laughs> well, Josh fell asleep, asleep in Baba Nikos's class. Hey, hey, so I'm you a little worried. People. Hey, I'm hey, a little worried. I was the one crying in class today, thanking God that it was a dark room today, so what'd no say, one's seen. What'd you so say so this, this is a daily. Is like this is the segment where we update you on our daily <laughs> lives. So yes. what's been going it's on? It's pathetic, basically. Hey, but. That's not what the people are here for. What no. movie are we talking about today? We talking about the classic, the favorite pulp fiction. Pulp. <laughs> pulp. Alex, <laughs> we'll get to you in a minute. <laughs> Hold on. That was a pretty, pretty, pretty solid sound though coming that out was of my very throat. Pulpy sound. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Too much. Say Josh. what again? Josh is sitting comfy over here. Oh, yeah. It's he, actually nice. It's the first time I've ever been, like, sitting in a position where I could actually reach my mute button. <laughs> That's all he you, cares usually about. Usually, I'm in his way, but since Lorenzo's not here, I'm stealing Lorenzo's seat. It's pretty comfy. I got, like, a whole corner to myself. My <laughs> well, laying look out. at me. I'm putting my feet up for once. Like. Oh, you know what? You got the move. Oh, my gosh. Josh is now grabbing a chair to put his feet up. <laughs> the chair I was This podcast is right. turned upside down. Here we go, folks. We're going to get a hot take. We've got He's getting good comfy old Josh. to discuss Pulp Fiction. Yeet. Uh, who wants to go first? Well, let's tell him a little bit about it. All right. Go oh. ahead, Josh. So this is uh, Tar- our boy Tarantino, right? He's got Pulp Fiction. Very good film. Um, I don't know. I don't know the exact year this came out. I think it was 96. 96. Because so, 94 yeah. was was released overseas. Right, right. Because it was an independent film first, and then it went to the Cannes Festival, and then it went to the New York um, Film Festival. Right. So, so. we have John Travolta uh, coming in. We got some Sammy L. Jackson. He's Super honestly happy about it. one of the greatest actors I've ever seen. Yeah, He's Sammy L. Jackson. Agreed. He's solid. Agreed. I love, I love Sammy L. J. Um, we got Bruce Willis. Um, which is awesome. Pre-Die Hard. Okay, this is another another tidbit about this movie. Is I heard Bruce Willis went out for um, what uh, John Travolta's character, and he didn't get off for it, and he threw like a huge fit. Sounds like something Bruce Willis would do. Yeah, because Bruce Willis was like, oh, I'll only do this movie if I get um, Vincent Vega, right? Yeah, yeah, Vincent. yeah, Vincent Vega character, and he did not get it because John Travolta stole the auditions. So Bruce Willis threw a fit, but still got in the movie because he was like, "This is still a good script, I guess." I don't know. Yeah, I would have been like, "Bye." Yeah, have Bruce fun. Willis was like, "Nah." He was really offended that they didn't cho- choose him either. We also have Uma Thurman, um, as many will. Yeah. She wants to dance probably. Yeah. Thurman, so we have okay, a lot. You probably notice her from Kill Bill. She's also in that volume one and two. I haven't either. 
It's very good. Hey, add it to your little list. And then uh, your boy, Christopher Walken. Is oh, yeah, also I forget that he's, he's in it for, like, all of, like, ten, 10 seconds. seconds. But you yeah. got to admit, it's probably the greatest part of, like, Bruce Willis's character is that speech that Christopher Walken has with him. But I'm not going to I'm not gonna spoil anything yet. So you just heard all the little tidbits. So now you are in spoiler territory. Whatever you hear after this podcast or after this point in the podcast is going to be a spoiler of some sort of movie. And big movie news might be a spoiler, too. We never know. Find out. I'm going to go first, and I'm going to say, I'm going to give it a three out of five. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I po- found it average. It's one of those classics average. classics that everyone's like, oh my gosh, it's a classic. And I'm just like, eh, it's meh. Uh, Alex has always got the uh, the outside opinion. Apparently. Of course, of course. <laughs> no, it's good. <laughs> yeah. For sure. You Maddie, do. what do you think? Uh, I would have to say like a 2.64. So I have this movie at a 3.5 to like a 3.7. Oh, okay, okay. And uh and, so and you I kind of want to give it a in. 5 out of 5. So no, um, and, I was hey, and there's a very specific reason. My opinion no. is not it's not out of the norm. My opinion's actually straight out of the No, no, no. Pulp Fiction is one Ooh, of these movies where and, and it it kind of differs from whoever you talk to where either you fall into the cult the cult of Pulp Fiction <laughs> or you don't. And um I think this, we're all pretty much don't. <laughs> there are, yeah, exactly. Like th- it's it's one of these movies where yes, it's good, and if it if I was like alive when this movie came out, I would have been like, "Oh my god, this is crazy!" You mean branching storylines that interconnect with each other? Impossible. Well, <laughs> see, now I've seen movies like what Valentine's Day and New Year's Eve, and like those movies that were not, like not great examples. Please don't use those. No, but my point <laughs> is, I've seen other versions of it, so I'm like, it's not a revolutionary right. thing for me. It's one of those things where like. It's one of those things like I, I hearken it kind of to Ocean's Eleven where like there's like plenty of movies of people like explaining a plan and then like performing the plan as they're explaining it. And most people will know that like that's an Ocean's Eleven thing. But like if I showed someone Ocean's Eleven, it was like, all right, I guess this is OK because like it gets so elaborate. Wow, everyone just got super <laughs> far away from their mics because they're like Alex laughing so and I hard. I'm trying not to laugh at our mics right now because Alex and I made contact afterwards and we're like, yeah, you really shouldn't have said that. <laughs> what? Those are the only first, those are the first movies that came to mind. I was like, yikes. Um, <laughs> but, anyways, uh, to come back to the topic, well, it's one of those things where, like, it's hard when you're the first person to do something. Or like some yeah. the first person do something well. Yeah, because because then everyone else just tries to do it better. And then you. it becomes yeah. a cliche. Right, yeah. and then so when you go back to the source, you're just like, well, I've seen this done better. Yeah. But you gotta like, you kind of have to give it props. Like if I were to give this movie props on a ten scale, right? If I saw this movie, I probably would have given it a four or five. Yeah. Like if I saw it in theaters when it came out. On a ten scale or on a five scale? On a ten scale, I would have given it like a, a nine or an eight. Okay, okay. On a ten. ten scale, it got a seven. But like, yeah. For originality, I think yeah, that's true because it kind of paved the way for everybody else, like Wes Anderson and everybody else after them. So for sure. No, 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 it did. No, because I know, it, I know, but I it was just broke think- that mold of it, Hollywood films being able to take on independent films. Yeah. Or being able to create those independent films because before, kind of before that, you didn't really see that. You didn't see independent films, and I thought that was great that with this, you saw an independent film break through the Hollywood mold, and then you saw other ones, like all of Hollywood, like fiend at the fact that they want more of it, and good stuff too. 
Yeah. So the face was because of the people you were describing, not so much their work. Oh, are we really bad at <laughs> analogies today? <laughs> <laughs> we bad at no, examples. No, no. It's just like obviously the past year with the the Me Too movement and things coming to light about different sure. directors and stuff. Is Wes like Wes? I think is more along the cultural appropriation side of things and like. No, Wes. Wes does his research. Well, Isle of Dogs was like there was a lot of people up in arms about that movie, especially. Well, most of that most of that production crew was was on location. Yeah, that's like what that I was thought. all. Like Wes Anderson might be the only white dude who worked on that movie. Then. But like, because I thought Wes was pretty humble and like down to earth. Don't get me wrong, yeah, yeah. I absolutely love Wes Anderson movies. No, he's like, great. Those are, he's one of the few directors where I recognize his style and be like, I love it. Yeah. So yeah. like, I don't. I feel like I, I think there's I maybe like something. three American actors slash actresses in Isle of Dogs out of like the twenty five characters they have. Yeah. The rest are like on location actors. I never saw and, the movie, so I can't really people. tell you. Well, anyways, we're not here to talk about Isle of no, Dogs. We're here we're to not. talk about Pulp Fiction. And um, <laughs> did you know Harvey Weinstein helped produce this yeah, movie? I yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, he, it was the first fully sad. funded indie movie by Miramax. True. Yeah, it's a little sad, but listen, you know, you can't change history. Yeah, the Weinstein's true. also produced you know? some of the Spy Kids movies, so I try not oh, to yeah. think about it. I try not to think about Harvey Weinstein to begin with. But anyways, but the uh, thing back is, is like, <laughs> back no, to no, one, one thing that uh-huh. I think with the whole Harvey Weinstein thing is, is like, yeah, it was wrong. It was super wrong. And those things should have came out and they should have been dealt with. Like, definitely full frontal. But you can't punish. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> full, like, I don't know. Yeah, fleshed gotta, out. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got to word that one a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I think those things should have been dealt with properly. And they did. But. You can't punish everybody in production yeah. for the one act that Harvey Weinstein did. Oh no, I agree. And I, agree I totally with that. I totally mm-hmm. think that you can't just stop seeing a movie because one guy produced it. Yeah, it's terrible terrible and bad what he did, but you are also by not seeing that movie, you're not giving money to anybody else who was in that production. That is true. No, I agree. Uh, I've never actually really heard that side of it before. But yeah, you know I mean, what I mean? That's, that was my argument of like Baby Driver because I think like Baby Driver got robbed at the, the Oscars because yeah. Kevin Spacey was in it. Yeah. Wait, was that before? I a lot like, of that was, came out before that. Should, no, that the allegations no. came out while Baby Driver was in theaters. Yeah. And, and then they even cut him out of great. House of Cards and stuff too, which I mean, I see. I mean, again, it makes sense. I mean, you can't yeah. cut off the whole thing just because of one person. Yeah, I mean, everybody's got to make a living. One black spot, like, ruin the entire thing. But anyways, back but to pulp back fiction. Back to yeah, the sorry. lightheartedness of pulp fiction. Anyways, the, <laughs> I don't know if it's that. I don't know about lighthearted. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. There's so there's so there's some scenes in this movie. Let me oh, tell you, they are the out pawn there. shop scene. Oh my god, scared me. Oh, you like, know the 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 katana that he uses in. And that scene is from, is from Kill, Kill Bill. Bill. Yeah. Oh, really? I yeah. That's kind of cool. I figured as much. Yeah. I it's, only it's know, pretty cool. I only know of one thing in Kill Bill, and that's it's Lucy little, Liu with a katana. It's a little trivia, you know, a little something in there Wait, sprinkled in for the viewers. Who did Kill Bill? It's Tarantino. Tarantino. That's what I thought, because yeah. Tarantino has a little bit of... A violent streak? No, 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 no. In every movie, he carries another movie in it. So that sure. makes really that makes a lot of sense because apparently Vincent Vega's character is a bro- or is a twin or a brother of another character from another movie. Mm. Um, I don't know. I can't remember which one I'm it sure is. But some he's conspiracy theory somewhere on yeah. YouTube sure. about how they Tarantino all always connects his movies. Yeah. So sure. and Uma Thurman's in like ninety five percent of them. So oh, <laughs> maybe they were dating. I don't hey. know. Um. Anyways, <laughs> so uh, Pulp Fiction. Let's talk about this story. This script. What do we think? 
I was lost sometimes. I really was. Honestly, I was really, I, I thought it was like, every time, because it's like a lot of the conversation is very like casual and like there's not much plot forwarding going through. And I thought that was, I was always like on the edge of my seat. I'm like, okay, when's the plot going to come in? When's yeah, the plot going to yeah. come in? And it wasn't until, <clears throat> sorry, it wasn't until I looked it up that like the big thing about the movie was the very banal talking. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, so after that, because I was looking it up while I was watching it, because I was like, I want to know what I'm watching, you know? So after that, I kind of like relaxed and like chilled out a little bit because I kept expecting there to be something I needed to hear and listen that would help me understand the plot better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just never came. Well, it's, it's it's like you were saying before. This is an indie movie going Hollywood. Yeah. Right. So this movie talks a lot. There's a lot of dialogue in this script. A lot of it pretty useless. Yeah. It comes back in a way. But it's not a significant enough way where it's no. just like, whoa. I, I like the, you know? not yeah. the first scene in the diner, but the second mm-hmm. scene when they're going to deal with Brett. Yeah. That like. Look at the big brain on <laughs> Brett. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. they never like deal with it, this movie in chronological order. No. And no. that, that's what made me lost. It's like trying to connect all that was so difficult. See, that's, I, but I, I, and I, I think like it out that. after I watched, after yeah. I looked it up. And. Mm-hmm. You kind of want to figure it out during because you want to be ahead of whoever's the character is. Like, you want to be smarter than them or you want to at least feel smarter than them. In this whole movie, I felt dumb. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> All right, go ahead. I, I mean, that's that. I, I disagree on that. I liked the the swapping of the orders. I thought it was clever mm-hmm. um, w- in a script that didn't have a lot of cleverness in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like... I, I can see where you could get lost very easily if... Um, like, for example, the opening shot of that movie is one of the last shots in the movie. Yeah. So if you're not paying attention to that and you don't remember that, you're just like, I mean, well, okay, I, I guess it's all right, whatever. I, yeah. I liked that because it was out of order. Like, mm-hmm. things that you didn't understand in the beginning, you finally understand at the end. Like, when right. w- when they meet with, what's his name? The boss? Oh, Marcellus. 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 Like, after they deal with Brett and they meet Marcellus and then... What's his? What's Butch? the Butch? Butch, thank you. Yeah. When, and then like <laughs> that whole interaction in the restaurant where he's like, where mm-hmm. Butch is leaving and they're showing up and they and they're, like they're not in suits anymore but they're like yeah. dressed in like casual clothing. I was like weird but didn't question it. I was mm-hmm. just like okay, they wanted to look casual. They didn't want to be. They're not in their suits all the time. For sure. One and forewarning for this movie is yeah, you just gotta accept everything they throw at you. Yeah, you can't. Have you to can't resist question your anything. Well, you gotta watch this movie like you would watch an indie movie, right? Like, a yeah. lot of it's not going to make sense. Yeah. And then if it does make sense eventually, then it's good. Then it's good. Right. I'm waiting for a movie where it won't make sense until four days later, and then you're walking down the street, and you're like, oh, I get it! <laughs> <laughs> and everybody around you like, oh, my God. But it's like four days later, a month later, or something like that. Well, <laughs> yikes. Anyways. Well, that'll be your movie. No, yeah, that'll you do be that. your movie. Oh, gosh. It's <laughs> too high concept. You had to sit on it for a little bit yeah, to get you it gotta, down there. you got to sit on it. It's one of those mo- You have to make one of those movies where, like, they'll be talking about in AP Lang classes for years to come. True. <laughs> Wait, they talked about they talked about movie in your AP Lang classes. We went to extensively into Fight Club. What? That sucks. Really? I didn't get that. I <laughs> did not AP, get that. My, yeah, I'm about to say AP we got Lang. Wuthering Heights. What the heck's wrong? My uh, AP Lang teacher was amazing. Lit or Lang? Both. Lit, well, it's both. My AP Lang teacher was absolutely amazing. I love her. I got a five on my on my exam. I had to read. I, I had to read essays. Yeah, <laughs> I had to read. Yeah, no, we had to read essays. Orwell. 
like all these. We had to do the boring stuff, but we, she also made sure to sprinkle in like stuff that we enjoyed <laughs> because she knew that we would find it easier to analyze movies within our frame of like enjoyment. Say, I had to I had to pretend that uh, I was watching a Shakespeare drama and bring it into class until she realized that I was actually just bringing in clips from Heroes. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> like no, that was my extent of we, AP Lang. <laughs> we like straight up. We're anal- she would like give us different songs and we'd have to analyze the lyrics and how it like oh my god I had to do that, that in eighth grade with like Lincoln Park yeah no we great. had to do um yeah. no we, ha- we didn't <laughs> do all right Lincoln we're getting Park, so we off topic sorry <laughs> <laughs> all right anyways Maddie reminder cut this out <laughs> <laughs> um all right so we talked about the script we talked about the story let's talk about these characters do we like Julius do we like Vincent Julius mm. Vincent kind of to me he kind of didn't. He was very passive. Like, the only time oh, he yeah. ever showed any type of, like, emotion was when Uma Thurman was overdosing in his ba- <laughs> in the back of his car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. He's just like, you're going to fix this for me. Like, I, I can't movie. believe he drove the car into the house. I was like, <gasps> oh, my God. That's such a great shot. Though. I know. <laughs> but I was so scared. I was like, oh, my God, he's going to kill everybody. That shot with the uh, with the... Need with the shot of adrenaline, the actual shot of adrenaline. Uh-huh. I was like, I'm like usually not a needle. I'm like not I know scared of that. needles, yep. but I like it was like huge, and the way that they framed it up and like zoomed on it, I was like, please don't put. It. Yikes! Yikes! Right? Yeah, it's that. That <sighs> seems very uncomfortable. Uh, take their own little realm. That movie is uncomfortable it in is. certain points. But I just I want like to point it. out that I did that in a video in high school once, and it Whoa. worked out really great. Look at you! <laughs> did you wow. actually put it in your no, body? No, oh, no, no, it wasn't a needle. It wasn't like a needle. It was a some. It was a different circumstance, but I only was able to get the person like doing the opposite of what I needed them to uh, do, and I re- like. Yeah, you. Switched it around and it worked out pretty great. No one noticed. <laughs> I'd like you to notice that Power Rangers Mighty Morphin did the same thing with Tommy's backflips. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You're too much. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. Um, yeah, a lot of these characters are bland. Yeah, they're they're very one dimensional. I like. I was. I like, kind of like it though. I was expecting Mia's character to be more, you know, like sexual and sultry. She is mm-hmm. not. But because like. She um. This character's just weird, Jules, man. Yeah, just Jules weird. was saying like, "Have you met his wife?" Like, as yeah. though like she's, she's going nuts. Like, I thought she was gonna like be like try to seduce him and stuff like that. So when in that begin when he first walks into the house and she's like watching him on the camera and like the like oh. I'm getting dressed. Just make yourself comfortable. Like I was expecting, like this bombshell, sexualized woman to come out and try mm. to seduce him and like create this whole chaos. When in fact, she's just chilling. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> mean, goes, I like. She does. I kind of like that. She does the twist for fun. I kind of like that. I like just because. Just because, like, I like how she's like, everyone was like, oh man, she's a sultry mystery. She's trying to get men killed out here, and like, she's just like, no. Nah, I don't I'm know. Dude, you, didn't, you didn't go out my a window. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, she's like, I don't know what happened. I'm about to say my it's husband between Tony and Marcellus. But it wasn't. It wasn't her rubbing my feet. Like, so I don't know about that. What is that? <laughs> she's like, she's like, what are you talking about? Throw him out the window for rubbing my feet? What? She's like, <laughs> you gonna throw my shoes out the window next? Time? <laughs> what are you talking the about? The only time he's touched me was when he shook my hand. Yeah. At my wedding. <laughs> at my wedding. And I'm like, I was like, dang. Okay. But I like that. At like. It I definitely, like it definitely like shocked me. I was like, whoa! Like, yeah. 
just I was kind of waiting for it. That was one of the things that I was waiting for. I was like, okay, when is she going to seduce him? When is she going to try and pull something on him or trying to get him in trouble with Marcellus or something? Yeah. And it never happened. I was kind of disappointed in a way because I think society kind of sets you up for that. Like, you, uh-huh. they keep they keep making you think, oh, that's going to happen, that's going to happen, that's going to sure, happen. For sure. But then you get to this movie and you're like, wow, that's kind of refreshing. It Oddly is. refreshing that that didn't happen. And yeah. I was okay with it. I was fairly okay with it. I was as well. I thought it was fine. And the fact that Vincent is like going out of his way to make sure that he doesn't do anything. He's yeah, like, he's like super tense the entire he's time. He's just yeah, like, he just get a drink and go. Drink it fast. Be polite. But drink it fast and go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that scene a lot. <laughs> and she's like dying in the living room. Just like, I'm just going to get, get my drink. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I think it's funny that her first instinct when she sees this bag, this powdered baggie, oh, just is cocaine. It. Listen, I I'm not I don't know what's going on in the '90s that makes me think that that's all right. Yeah, but uh, you know what? You do era. you. You know you do like. Have you guys ever seen that Diet Coke commercial that plays in the movie sometimes? Where it's just like the chick who has no like has no reason to be there. Like she doesn't want to be there at all, and she's getting a Diet Coke, and she's like, I mean, the thing about Diet Coke is. It's delicious. <laughs> I've never, I've seen, never that. seen that. That is one of the greatest Diet Coke commercials. I implore you to watch it. But the reason I bring it up is because uh, she has this line where she's just like, hey, you know, if you want to go run a marathon, I mean, I don't know why you would, but <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, you do you. That's, <laughs> that's me. That is me right there. And so oh, I was thinking of like. I know who you're talking about. The one that like says something about camping. And yeah, it's like if you want to live in a yurt. You're it up. up. <laughs> That's right. Is this been a, was this a recent commercial? Yeah. yeah, it's been in the theaters for like a two months or something. Oh, like that. I literally See, I haven't gotten it. Like this past weekend was the last time I went to the It theater. was really After great. she said that line, if you want to live in a yurt, I was yurt like, it up. what is a yurt? I have never heard of a yurt before. But anyways, and I, I literally looked it up. I was like, what? <laughs> I bring that up because uh, as Uma Thurman's character is like, like doing a bag of like heroin, basically. She's like, she's sort of I'm like, I don't know why you would ever want to do that, but hey, you do you. <laughs> she's oh, strung out on cocaine and heroin. <laughs> oh god. But uh, I love I love the um, double entendre of when she went like with after she ordered their food and whatever, and she's like, you think of something to fill the silence? I'm gonna go powder my nose, and uh-huh. she literally did a line of cocaine uh-huh. in the bathroom, and <laughs> I was like. Nice. like it literally, it was one of those things and where it powdered like, her nose. Yeah, she powdered her nose, but it took me five minutes after the fact to be like, oh, she powdered her nose. That's clever. Um, <laughs> uh, what? Uh, all right, so we talked a lot about the first storyline in this. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the next one with Bruce Willis's character, the which one I think in is the pawn probably, shop probably the stronger <laughs> or the most memorable of the two storylines. I yeah. just want to say that I don't know because the the. D- the also, the diner scene was pretty strong as well. The diner scenes, I like. See, I don't remember a lot about the diner scene. Really? Yeah, I, I just remember. remember so I remember the scene with Brett, right? The big brain on Brett. I remember that scene a lot. <laughs> well, that's because. Do they speak <laughs> English in what? In what? <laughs> Say what one more time? <laughs> I dare you! I double dare you! <laughs> I just want to say that You're for however much. long <laughs> this movie has been out, I have like I've heard so much about this movie, but never actually been spoiled. Like I've yeah. never been spoiled by this movie. Oh yeah, that's true. There's not a plot line to spoil. There's though. really no plot line to spoil. <laughs> I'm about to say there, there's probably one big spoiler, and no one wants to talk about that part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, the, uh, for those who haven't seen Pulp Fiction, oh, I guess this is the spoilers part of the section anyway, yeah, so is. they probably don't care. Be um, sensitive. Be that's sensitive. um that scene in the basement of the pawn shop. Yeah, it scares me. Uh, man, poor Marcellus. Poor uh, Marcellus. I'm kind of glad he did what he did at the end and killed the guy. Did he yeah. shoot his? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I was like, did. you go, you go, you go. I was like. Getting but during it, I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And they, like, show you, too. Yeah, they like, don't. They show you. They do. Yeah. Well, and, uh, I would Because I, the only reason I knew what was going on, because at first you don't really, like, they don't tell oh, you I, what's going I on. I assumed what was going on. Well, I, well, like. yeah. Because yeah. the only reason I knew what was going on was because I looked it up, and I was looking at the synopsis, whatever, because I, I was approaching the time that I had to leave to come here, and I was like, okay, how much longer in this movie? <laughs> and so I was like, kind of looking at the plot line, yeah. and so I knew what was going on, but if I hadn't looked it up, I wouldn't have figured it out until he opened that, f- opened that well, door. You, you gotta figure it out based well, off after, the, after the, the screaming. Yeah, I mean, you, based off the screaming and like the guy he's stuck in the room with, you can yeah. kind of basically figure out what's going to happen. I know, but like, <laughs> if you... Because the, the music starts the same time that right. the, thing the thing starts. So I wasn't at first. I wasn't sure if the the yaz uh-huh. were part of the music or were him. And so it only took until later that I was like, oh, Ooh. Ooh. yikes. Yeah, that's a scary. Um, one. but yeah, that 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 happened. Um, they don't blur it it's out. Not a, it's not a. It's not motorcycle, a motorcycle. It's a chopper. And I have to bring this back. The Christopher Walken scene is probably one of my favorite scenes in that movie, <laughs> where he's talking about the watch and how he got it to him. He's like it was. It was stuck up in there. He he, <laughs> he put it right up in there. He died of dysentery. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> the God. fact that he died of dysentery is the funniest thing about that because like he died trying to get this watch to his kid. Oh my God! He wore it proudly too, which was the best part. He did. He wore it. He stored. He, he stored it in the only place he knew they wouldn't look. He stuck it right up in there. Uh, <laughs> right oh God! <laughs> you're too much, Josh. Too much. What a great, what a great, what a great speech. <laughs> um, I think my fa- one of my favorite things about this movie was like the cinematography. Is like there were a lot of times where it was just a single shot, yeah. where the action would be happening and the the cam like the character would go out of go out of frame and do something and come back, right. and the like the camera didn't follow them. The camera was just where it was, mm-hmm. and like the actions happened, and you're just kind of stuck having to anticipate what's going on and i actually thought that was really good because i was just like yeah he's doing that you know he's doing that you don't need to see that he's doing that not so. a lot of cinematographers think like that though they think yeah. oh i gotta get the most action on the screen to give you the most of yeah. the plot line and that can be jarring sometimes oh yeah yep so like especially when, when they quick cut it oh yeah in fight scenes or something i hate those so much they yeah, give me headaches good I, I like i think i think the movie does that very well with um just like variety of shots and and yeah. keeping it to a minimum, yeah. Um, but also creatively using the camera for motion, um, and like lenses too. Like once yeah. again, I bring up the the scene of Christopher Walken that shot with like a wide angle lens. Jeez, Josh, yeah. what's your favorite scene again? <laughs> Look on the big brain on bread. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, folks, I think I found my new quote for this <laughs> for the season. Um, Every time we open a podcast. Look at the big brain on bread. But anyways, yeah, like that's shot with a wide angle lens, um, a fish lens, actually. And that's actually really cool um, because like it gives you the perspective of like a kid looking at this guy, like just trying to process what he's trying to tell him. Yeah. So, yeah, the movie was very clever with cinematography. I'll give him that much. I guess we could talk about the last storyline. 
right? The one, uh, the one with Jules and Vega after we cut to Bruce. Okay. Vega dies, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. 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 <laughs> yes. They he dies. So like basically the Butch storyline takes is in between the, the first and last ones, yeah. as well at as at the end of the last one. Yeah. So that's like the confusing part because Vincent dies in the middle of the well, he dies in the middle of the Butch storyline. Yeah, but, and that's why I was like, right. Wait, does he die or? Yeah, he uh, does die. Yeah, yeah, he definitely does. I think it, my f- I think it was funny that after Butch kills um, Vince, uh-huh. he like takes the gun and he's gonna take it out and then he like thinks better of it, puts it down and, and then wipes it. And <laughs> wipes it. Covers his hand with his sweater and uh-huh. like grabs a, a conveniently placed tissue of and course. like wipes it down <laughs> and looks at it longingly before he gets up and goes. I love how I love how like <laughs> the pop tart was the thing that set him <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, in his defense, every morning we make bagels and like we have that to- the the you know, the toaster whatever. Uh-huh. And every morning as I'm like getting the rest of my stuff up while my toaster is toasting my bagel, it pops up and I jump every morning. I know this it's is coming. Why she Most can't it. do horror movies. <laughs> Cuz a toaster scares her. Most <laughs> I'm not going to accidentally shoot someone cuz of a toaster. Oh my Most god, what he did he just shoot someone? He, he emptied he, the he, clip in the brother. Oh no, no, do you remember the, the Okay, it's like the first part if you're thinking con- chronologically, but uh. he's like he says to him he's like I think I accidentally shot Marvin. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Why do you accidentally know. shoot And he's someone? just like, you must have gone over a bump. And then <laughs> Jules is like, I didn't go over no bump. Uh-huh. I, over no bump. I was like, yes. You was know what they call it? Uh, what, is it? what is it? A quarter pounder with cheese in France? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A Royale with cheese. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Look at the big brain on bread. Look at the big brain on bread. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> this whole podcast, I'm gonna edit it down, and like 75 percent is gonna be that quote, <laughs> and Josh just saying it. Like, okay, right, Josh, it's a good quote. It. It's a good quote. Well, <laughs> Anyways, oh all right, I th- I think that we've said our fill here. Yeah, I have a joke though. Go ahead. It's not with. It's not related to Pulp Fiction. <laughs> it's just I wanted to get this out. Okay. okay, what do you call a seance chicken? What? A chicken that wants to get to the other side. Oh, no. <laughs> and that concludes this Golden Hour Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, folks. Yeah, uh, I think good. We're going to go ahead and wash our ears out from that one. <laughs> that was kind of good. If by good, you mean absolutely awful. Dang, that, I can like, word yikes. it better. Yikes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I'll All right, that Final out. verdicts on this movie. Uh, Still my 2.46. I, like, I, I, I'm gonna stick with my three, just because mm-hmm. you know it is it is like for what it was at the time, a revolutionary movie. But mm. I have watched movies since then, and I've been victim to all of those cliches and those traps. And quite frankly, I'm sick of these like indie movies. So I'm sick of the superhero movies. I'm sick that's of how movies. I, I'm just <laughs> sick, I'm sick of movies. That's I'm why I'm going into them. Sick of indie movies that I have to think about what's going on oh, in order okay. to understand what's going yeah. on. Uh, no. I like movies that make me think, but this is not one of them. No, I'm gonna go three point five. I think I'm gonna take my seven back. Uh, <laughs> the point oh seven. The point oh seven. He worked it out. He worked it out. I'm gonna take it back. Um. No. Yeah. Yeah. I think this movie once again. Um. For style, four out of five. It did a really actual good job. movie. Three point five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think 
you do have to appreciate this movie though because yes. it did start a, like a revolution in yeah. hi- in Hollywood and in filmmaking in general. I think it did coin off some really great um, riots, basically, or like stuff later on. And I think uh-huh. you do have to appreciate it. But oh, for yeah. sure, this for movie's like. Oh, sorry to interrupt. Uh, I was just gonna say this movie's like ingrained in our culture, yeah, yeah. in our yeah, yeah. industry, like. It's it's October. We've re- we've hit Halloween season. You know how many Uma Thurman car- costumes are going to be out there? One hundred percent. A ton. Not for this movie, but no, Uma Thurman and sure. Yeah. Kill Bill. <laughs> it's always going to be Kill Bill. Always Kill Bill. Uh, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it yet, so I haven't you, seen it maybe, either. Maybe we'll get to talk about it in this podcast. But for I feel sure. like if you watch Volume One, you have to watch Volume Two. Yeah, it's nice to watch both. But okay. You know, aren't they both super long? Yeah, I they're heard like, that too. They're like two hours each. Oh like my god! Look, I mean, those are just two movies. <laughs> just I two mean, mo- I've I've also sat through all of the Hobbit movies, so oh I man, really I cannot through, complain. I sat through oh. Gone with the Wind, like. You know. Oh, we can talk about Gone with the Wind. <laughs> that's a, that's <laughs> a story for another day, viewers. Oh my god! Story for another day. I get. Do not bring up Gone with the Wind. <laughs> it is the worst movie in the history of movies. I hate that movie. I hate that movie. I hate that movie. It is. I despise that movie. It should never have been made. You should watch Birdemic. Uh, if it's <laughs> another Jeez, Gone with the Wind, tell us how you really feel. I am Alex. I am. I'm here for it, and I'm. I'm. About pissed. She's pissed. She's like. I her haven't face seen. Is like getting I haven't angry. seen this much anger since Gersey Literacy Club. Uh, <laughs> okay, Gersey Literacy Club would get a five out of five compared to Gone with the Wind. Ay ay ay. Jeez, you guys can't even say the name properly. Listen, I couldn't say it when I saw the movie. I'm not going to be able to say it now. <laughs> it's only a week later, folks. All right, I think I think we've said our fill on Pulp Fiction. Yeah, the sun is almost setting on Golden Hour. Alrighty. Wait, we have. We do have a trailer though. We do have a trailer. We do have one trailer for this week, and it's called Vice. Vice. It is the Dick Cheney biopic yep. with Christian Bale as Dick Cheney. You know, Christian Bale's. Still surprises me every time he does something. This man is the most versatile actor yeah. I've seen. Versatile? versatile. Look, Look at the big brain on Josh. <laughs> <laughs> the most versatile actor I've seen in a while. My man could go from The Machinist, right, where he's like 70 pounds, to The Dark Knight Rises, where like he's sitting around 180, no, he's good. to now like Dick Cheney, where like he looks like he's, he's, uh, he's packed on yeah, some pounds. Yeah, yeah. Is, is Dick Cheney still alive? Yes. That's a good question. Because I, I Alex, feel look it up. <laughs> I feel I, like Dick Cheney wouldn't approve this movie if he was still I alive. D- oh, do you think he's not alive? No, I don't think he's dead because I think there would have been a bigger deal about it if While he did. While they're looking up Dick Cheney's age I got the Wikipedia pulling death, it up. <laughs> I'm going to tell you where you can find Golden Hour. You he's can find alive. it on Spotify. He's still alive, yikes. You can s- find Golden Hour on Spotify, iTunes, Pinecast.com, and uh, now on Google Play. So go catch us there. He is 77 years old. Oh, my goodness. He's still alive, though. He's, he's rolling. He's rolling like and rocking. I feel like it's risky making a biopic of a movie. While someone's still while alive. While someone's still alive. Because you can always get the them being, like, wrong. I wrong, mean, they made a Bush bad. biopic. Okay, yeah, but Bush, like... It was also a bad biopic. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's besides the point. W. W. Anyways, uh, it, it looks fun. Yeah, I, like, never heard of this before today and i thought it actually looked really interesting yeah I'd, I'd heard news about this like i saw all the pictures of like christian bale before and after and i was like wow he's he's really he's really going for it <laughs> and uh I feel like that's this is the first time i seen a trailer thing he does christian bale and so I, I i think it looks fun um it's the same directors as uh the big short if our viewers are familiar with that um it's, it looks like the big short 
Hey, Josh, Alex isn't even familiar with The Big Short. Truth. <laughs> I've um, heard of it. I've never seen it. It's, it's a fun movie. It's not it as good as The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, Wolf of Wall Street, top ten right now. It's pretty good. Um, it's so good. But um, it's still a fun movie to watch, and I think this movie will also be fun to watch, which is weird to talk about like White House biopics as being fun. Yeah. Um, but I hope that, you know, with the team they've, they've got around us, I mean, we got Christian Bale, we got Amy Adams, we got Steve Carell, we got, Love Amy. Um, Amy Sam Adams Rockwell deserves her Oscar. Where's where, you know, how Amy you, Adams, you know how they had like she, Leonardo, the Leonardo, like where's Leonardo's Oscar? <laughs> oh yeah. Where is it? Where's Amy Adams Oscar? I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I, I think she's fantastic. I'll watch anything with Amy Adams. What was in the it? one that she did with, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? Like uh, oh, uh, arrival? No, 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 no. Uh, something creatures. Uh, nocturnal, nocturnal, nocturnal creatures? creatures, animals. Oh, okay. Animal. I think animals. I think it's nocturnal. Something animals. like that. That movie's not that great. Okay. She is great in it. I haven't yeah. seen it, so I thought maybe she was gonna get something for that. No. no, that movie's not. not that great, but she is great in it. She's okay. she's, she's great. She's in amazing everything, in everything. Though. Even True. though I still think of her as um. Listen, wasted, wasted in the DC universe. No, I still think of her as a... She was a DC. She's yeah, Lois Lane. she's Lois Lane in, in the oh DC Oh my God, universe. that's right. Wasted. I totally forgot. I keep thinking of her she's from still Enchanted. Fire. I keep she expecting her to sing and dance like she did in Enchanted. <laughs> no, but she's great. I think we're going to watch it. Also, Venom came out. Wait, already? I, I, it, Wait, has a 20, it has a 26% on Rotten Tomatoes yeah, last I, night. Yeah, I figured. I figured. Someone was even like, Tom Hardy oh. tries his best, but it's just bad. Listen, there's oh, no saving Tom. that movie. There was no saving that movie. I thought you were going to save it. No. I was Listen, so ready. Tom Hardy can only carry a movie so much. I thought Tom was like, picked good scripts and was like, okay, yeah, I can do this. Every mm. every actor has Everyone's their Everyone's got points. a bad one. Well, Everyone's got one. Tom, I'm very do. disappointed in you. <laughs> you need to text me later. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have a discussion. It's like you, you text, uh, you texting Tom Hardy is gonna be me texting Dakota Johnson when she says she's gonna be in the next Fifty Shades. I remember Sweet, that when you, sweetheart, said sweetheart, please text me. <laughs> We can't. We can't be having movies who, who, like this. I remember that when you were like, "Okay, J- Dakota, just blink three times in the movie. In <laughs> the next thing, if you need help." If you need help. And I was like, "Died," and I'm still dying because I can see it now. She blinks three times because she's got something in her eye or something. And uh, Josh is like, "Oh my God, it's the sign." She heard the podcast. Nine one one. What's your emergency? Dakota needs help. Dakota. Anyways, I think we're good. Yeah, wait, what movie are we watching next week? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, we're still talking about Heat because we didn't want to Oh, so we're going to do Heat next. But we're going to do Heat yet next. We okay, didn't cool. do Heat this week because Lorenzo was gone and he did watch the three-hour movie. So we want to <laughs> so give him So we want to give him a fair shot. <laughs> I haven't watched so it yet. Uh-huh. That's okay, Alex. You've got time. You got a whole I have week. all of tonight and tomorrow that is and a good portion of this that weekend. That is true. <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to watch Heat next week. Nothing new. Sorry, we sprung this on you, but it was—it's a bonus feature. You just gotta roll with it. Yeah, we are all a little delirious. It's a little <laughs> wild bit of a yeah. podcast today. We've been yeah. filming so much that it's been crazy. It's midterm season at UF. Midterm meaning wow. we gotta get on all. Look at videos. the big brain on Alex. Oh, that was the oh first time you've done that to me this entire <laughs> podcast. Oh, don't worry, I'll do it next podcast. He wasn't—he wasn't gonna let you go without <laughs> at least it. one. I thought I was—I thought I was free. <laughs> all right. <laughs> We should keep track and post it on the wall and be like, how many times does Josh call you out? Would <laughs> you mind if I used your delicious beverage to uh, 
wash this down. <laughs> After he takes a mask, he, he drinks the entire soda. Look, looks him directly in the eye. That man is a monster. <laughs> looks him directly in the eyes. He finishes his sprite. A, a savage. <laughs> I, I feel like we should do that board of like how many times you get called out, and the person who gets called out the least gets some sort of prize. Yeah. But oh, that means we can also I'm call, call you out, too. <laughs> yeah, we can call you out, too. I'm so glad What does Marcellus look like? <laughs> does he look like, like a... a <laughs> like a female dog. <laughs> oh, my God. Then why are you missing him? <laughs> <laughs> when you get censored, you figure out creative ways. You got you to gotta do something. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling from my censor library. I'm just like, what could I use here? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, but I am really glad you joined this podcast. <laughs> Hey yo. Yo, I'm done. Literally, this is the highlight of my week so far. Oh, same. Oh, awesome. All right, so well, it's not I'm the Prince concert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although we were all there. It'd yeah. be pretty hey, Lorenzo, It would be pretty Lorenzo, cool. next time bring on some tickets for the rest of us. I'm about to say he walked in last podcast with the with the tickets already in hand. I'm I like, know. Oh, thanks for thanks for the notice, boss. He, like, and he bought like five. I was like, Oh, so you're gonna give up to us? Oh no! Nope. <laughs> I thought we were gonna go talk about it at the concert. Yeah, you know, yeah, we were gonna yeah. record the podcast. I thought though, we were gonna do a, like happened. a live shot or something, wow. live podcast at the real, concert. A real homie, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lorenzo, we miss you. Please come back. Come back. <laughs> I'm not giving my seat up. <laughs> I ain't either. I'm pretty comfy. Guess Lor- you have to find a new spot. Lorenzo gonna have to sit f- in the corner. <laughs> he gonna he gonna go in the Nobody room next door. Nobody baby in the corner. <laughs> He's gonna record in the room next door. <laughs> There's nothing over there, yep. Chuck. <laughs> he, he holds up signs and we read them out loud. <laughs> this is what Lorenzo has to say next. Oh, he he gives the movie a four out of five. <laughs> we just lie and be like, yeah, he was saying we should watch Twilight again because he found a lot good. Then in he it. gets mad and starts banging <laughs> on the glass like, no, that's not. Oh, what he I really said. wants to watch it. Let me tell you, folks. He's so <laughs> he's excited. excited. He's dancing in the he's dancing in the other room. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I think we've faffed for long enough. I think that that sun. That sun, oh wow. I think the sun has set on Golden Hour. All right, bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye. That's the ending. That's the ending. This is Golden Hour.